Entertainment's Gamescast for the week of September 30th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filtercord. I have been, uh, this week I've been really diving into uh, a lot of, kind of a, a bunch of different games, but very similar games. Okay. Um, I have a meat tray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've been playing video games, and you've been having meat trays. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, right. Go on. What have you been playing? <laughs> so, um, I got into... Uh, well, I actually went and just downloaded, now that it's fully released, Oxygen Not Included, um, the sort of survival uh, space colony builder, I guess, from Clay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, I guess it... It fully released out of early access. I don't know that we called out its like full retail release just because it's been in early access for like two years. Right, right, and that tends to happen. Right, and it's like I mean it's it's been out all this you know the real release really is just a small price bump and um, you know usually a big patch. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah, um, um, it looks it, it has that amazing like yeah, clay clay look yeah it looks phenomenal it looks like it has a lot of um kind of like underlying of, mechanics yes and far too much in my opinion far too much okay yeah how's that um it's uh so when you start the game out i think it was going in a really interesting direction where it's like okay you want to make like a little area to live um you know, make some beds, make an outhouse for your people to take a shit in, find a water source so you can drink. Like, it's, it starts out very, very simple. Mm-hmm. And they really do expect you to get to the level of, like, you're, you're, it's just an engineering problem. Like, you're designing plumbing for an entire facility. Um, you know, you're handling, like, mining operations. You're funneling toxic gases out. You're purifying water to drink or, you know, turning it into oxygen. Um there's just so much going on in it, and I think it's too much. Okay. Um, I mean, it just I gets s- way too complex. Like it, it's this is far more complex than something like a uh, City Skylines. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. I mean, in Skylines, you're designing sewers mm-hmm. in one dimension. I mean, you're you're. This is also a two D game, but you're you know you draw a sewer pipe to. Not even to a building, past a building, and they all connect automatically on their own, right? And okay. this, you literally have to manually connect everything. Um, okay. You have to plan out routes of, like, when they go to collect water, if they step in water, then their feet will be wet, and then they can fucking catch hypothermia and die. <laughs> like, wow. it's just so complex. Um, yeah. It seems deep if you're really, really into that, though. Yeah, you would want to put in, like, this is this is a good thing to do if you want to put in a lot of time. Like, if you want, this is really reminds me of Don't Starve. Right. Where Don't Starve in the beginning is, you know, go find some carrots and then yeah. make a fire. And then the end is, like, uh, allow the here. goat men to reunite the warring uh, fucking Cyclops clans. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, it gets really weird. Like, uh, so this, th- they're very much doing the same thing here. They've been working on this in early access for a couple years. Um, or a year or so, I guess. So, you know, it's, there's, nice. there's, there's a lot. Do you think you'll keep playing? I don't think so. It's just too much for me. Um, okay. especially considering uh, the other thing I've been playing mostly, mm-hmm. uh, I got into the planet zoo beta. Okay. Um, now we're getting somewhere. This is something yes. we've been talking about for a good six months. Like these guys just a hundred percent. This is from uh, frontier developments. 
Mm-hmm. Um, this is their follow-up to Planet Coaster, which came out what two, three years ago, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, I also did the you know the beta for that. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I mean like. I'm a big fan of like the roller coaster tycoon style game or whatever, but the Zoo Tycoon shit is really where it gets me. Like Zoo Tycoon One with the fucking dinosaur DLC, I would literally play. I mean, I, I've I had that installed on my computer, uh, like my parents' computer, I should say, for like five years. Like, damn, I just yeah. played that so much. I was such a big fan. Um, and this one, I can tell. I mean, it's got like, you, you can definitely tell it's built on the planet coaster engine in some bad ways like the pathing for uh i don't mean pathing like how characters walk around but pathing as in building paths mm-hmm. <laughs> like building walkways for people is still a little janky um which is something that i hope that they continue to work on in patches and stuff it, it's certainly improved from planet coaster but you still can't do quite everything you want to be able to do um, like okay. it's really hard to build circular paths um it's like one of the main things that they've had an issue with the whole time. Um, you know, it's been a recurring issue from Planet Coaster, even in early on the beta and everything. I always thought it would be really cool, and it's uh, it's something that can kind of be done in the more open style versions of these games, where it's like a path isn't needed, but in something like um, uh, Two Point Hospital, mm-hmm. it's open. You know, those well, people the can whole go thing anywhere. is like they know where the path is because that's where they can walk. Like, right. everything is already... Like, the whole area is my park. And you know where the park is. So if I build a wall, they can't walk there. Like, I, I don't understand why I have to go so in-depth of, like, uh, hey, you people can only walk in this one, you know, two-meter-wide line. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, if I go to Disney, I can go fucking walk into the topiaries. They can't stop me. I mean, they'll you be know? pissed. They're not happy about it. But it's going to take what's you three Goofy hours. Do? To, fucking... Yeah. How's he going to climb in and get me out, huh? I will smack that bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Um, I've killed a Goofy before. I'll I, do it again. I saw it with his bear hands. He had some bear hands that he had made from, like, a bear pelt. And, mm. uh, you know, that's where it all started. Um, but, no, I always wondered why, uh, like, I always thought the natural progression of character pathing on paths would kind of progress into their own, like, we kind of think we should go this way. You know what I mean? So if the path goes straight and there's kind of, like, an easier way to get somewhere, maybe by, like, sliding in between two rides where there might not be a path or something, Mm -hmm. that should tell the player, hey, maybe we should build a path from here to here, you know? Yeah, I mean, like... Like, they, they build kind of like a dirt path. It just naturally happens, right? Right. I always thought that would be the natural progression. Um, yeah, but, that's what I would have liked. Or, you know, it's like, you can build these pathways or whatever, but they're just for looks, and people will just kind of walk near them instead of directly, like, only able to walk on them or whatever. Yeah, they're like, is this a ride, or is this uh, something that I just need to stand back and look at, or can I walk on it? Yeah. Yeah. So, otherwise, it's really good. Um, it's a limited number of animals. It's not everything that will be in the final game. There's some stuff that you kind of have to figure out, like... It starts you off in the, uh, like, the first tutorial mission, which is similar to um, Planet Coaster, where they'll have, like, a pre-built zoo. Mm -hmm. That's kind of similar to Two Point Hospital, even, where, you know, it's, here's this thing. You earn the first star by doing, you know, like, by getting it up and running. 
you earn the second star by getting to 50% completion. You earn the 100%, the third star by getting to 100% completion. So some of the stuff's still kind of weak and not super well explained. And that's something that, uh, you know, they also had an issue with in Planet Coaster where their tutorialization is not so good. Um, right. And this it definitely has the same flaws, but I think it's got the same strengths as Planet Coaster and then additional strengths of the animals are fucking cool. So, okay. um, nice. It is really interesting. Oh yeah, that's cool. Um, <clears throat> and it looks like you've been playing one other thing. If there's nothing else with that. Yes. Well, yeah. That's my. I, I'm gonna have more on Planet Zoo later. I'm gonna continue playing the beta until it's done on October eighth. I guess mm -hmm. is it eight. I guess through the eighth. So I'll, I'll be done October 9th next week. But um, I've also downloaded and done the, just the first section of. Uh, of course, the Untitled Goose Game. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. What do we got? Uh, so, it's insanely good at what it's doing, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's one of those games where, like, they have such a small scope that right. basically everything in the game world is... You know, everything has a purpose. Pretty much everything's interactable. It's very smartly designed little puzzles. So, the first... When you first show up, you know, you get this to-do list, which is nicely written in cursive, which is hilarious. That you basically have to just, like, fuck up this farmer's life. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you make yourself a little picnic to celebrate ruining his life. <laughs> uh, which is insanely good. Um, so, uh, you, like, get him to open the gate, and you go in and wreck his farm, and then you, like, steal his shit and hide it from him. It's very good. But, um... Yeah, I've completed the first mission and already... <laughs> like, once you get past this first little section, it, the game becomes a lot harder. Uh, it's it's kind of like you don't really know what you're <laughs> capable of as Sorry. this dumbass goose. It's very funny, isn't it? Yes. The goose sneaks up behind him as he's, like, crouched down <laughs> doing shit in the garden. He's like... <laughs> and the guy's like, shit! Very good. And then you just go steal his shit. And it's like, he has a routine, the farmer, that it's like... Okay, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Um, you know, I, I want to do certain things. Um, and it, you, like, see the thought bubble. He's like, damn, I really want my shovel. The little goose head poking out behind the statue is insanely good, mm -hmm. isn't it? <laughs> and the goose and, uh, peeking up out of the grass. Yeah, it's insanely funny. <sighs> but, uh... Can you bite the dude? No, he will fuck you up. Ah, oh, man. He doesn't like, kill you, you or anything, up? but he does beat you up. Even if you, like, sneak up on him? Yeah. You can't bite him in the ass or anything? Unfortunately not. Ah, oh, man. Maybe a DLC. The ass Hopefully. fighting DLC. But yeah, it's, uh... It's interesting. Um, I, like I said, the it gets kind of difficult just because you don't really know what all you're capable of. <laughs> so, um... Like, I'm in the second area. I'm kind of trying to figure it out. There's, like, a sort of like a garage sale going on and then also um they're doing a um like there's a kid that's like playing around and you kind of have to distract him and get something from him so yeah um, is that the one I'm, where you I'm, steal his glasses and shit yeah, yeah very fucked uh you can like put a walkie-talkie next to him and honk into the one end of the walkie-talkie and it'll come out the other end <laughs> just ex insanely good shit like that yeah so um you know, like I said, I'm going to continue playing it. It's it's basically a puzzle game, but with the yeah. very insanely good duck aesthetic around it. <laughs> uh, so, 
Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to try it out more. Yeah. So are you so, playing on Switch? Yeah, I got it on Switch. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I was have, thinking about uh, it. I, I was thinking about it, about buying it, and, like, I don't know. I might be sold on it. It, 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 it's it good. looks so fun, but I just feel like there's so much that, you know, that, that we have currently that, mm-hmm. you know, we have access to. Yeah, um, and it's, it's like, um, you know, it's uh, an extra, I think it's $5 off still if you get it in the, like, early release window. So it's, like, 15 bucks. It's definitely a good price for that. Yeah, I'll probably buy that today. Um, <clears throat> cool. Uh, for me, uh, I have been playing pretty well the exact same thing that I was playing last week. So nothing really too new and notable to mention. Just been playing uh, some more session, playing around with that and seeing what it, uh, you know, what it has to offer. What I really like is uh, the challenges. They mm-hmm. do daily challenges. Um, and, yeah, it, it's something they, they don't really hold your hand. And I'm still, like, learning stuff about it. Like, I learned that you can actually get off your board. And you can... If you go over to a, like, bus stop, there's a map. And you can fast travel. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I had no idea about that. Um, so, uh, you know, that's been fun. Just trying to get, like, different cool little video parts and stuff. Um, man, I picked a terrible video for this. But some of the... <laughs> Uh, some of the like challenges will include hey do this um, do this trick like 10 times on different obstacles or do 10 different tricks on one obstacle um, some of the other ones are very specific like do this trick and then grind into this trick so it's kind of like a almost like a challenge mode <clears throat> so um, it's pretty good uh, I'm gonna keep playing it and see, you know, what comes, uh, kind of what comes next. I don't know how they're, uh, what they're gonna allow to be added from the community, but yeah, I, I think nice. this is gonna be the thing I'll be playing for a while. Cool, cool. Uh, aside from that, uh, Borderlands still progressing through Borderlands. Um, got uh. I don't know. It's pretty random. People started figuring out, hey, we can send mail. And I've been sending things to, uh, like, some of my other friends that I already have. Like, uh, if I get, like, a skin that I have or, uh, you know, something like that, I'll just package it up and, you know, send it off to one of my other friends just because, you know, maybe I can help them get a skin that they don't have. Um, Mm -hmm. And one of those friends is already level 50. And he's like, here's a bunch of level 50 legendary items. And I'm like, shit, son. Um, So I have like 10 level 50 legendary items that I have no idea what they do uh, that are just sitting there waiting for me. Oh, yeah. So that'll be cool. Um, Getting closer to in-game, I'm branching into the uh, 30s. So, you know, I'll be into the 40s um, here pretty soon. Um but that's pretty much all I've been up to. Uh, just trying to complete everything as I go along, too. They have different things that you can pick up um, and stop the um, Children of the Vault from doing, like, in each area. And you get, like, a completion rate. So, um, you know, of course, that's typically how I play games. Mm-hmm. 
But, uh, yeah, aside from that, um, I knew I didn't have much. Uh, I knew you had you had a few things that you were playing. Um, but uh, Grim, uh, one of our viewers that he's been watching since pretty well day one, um, he said he's been playing, uh, he's, you know, been playing a lot of different games. And he's like, hey, I can write up a review. Um, terrible at, uh, like, at writing. But I can help him out with that. Um, and, uh, it, it would be, uh, you know, like a different perspective, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the first thing that he wanted to talk about was the Surge 2. And he does stream, he's been streaming over on Mixer. You can look him up, Grimier for Sage 7, actually, over there. Um, and he's been playing the Surge 2. Uh, notoriously, the Surge has not been, um, kind to Grim. Um... <laughs> He uh, tends to rage on these kind of games a little bit. Um, gets a little bit pissed off, and he's like, nope, I'm good. He sets it on down. Um, but uh, a little bit more on Grim. Grim uses Game Pass currently, plays on Xbox, um, and uh, a rental site to play most of his games. And if he thinks the game's worthy, uh, he will go out and buy it. So that's kind of how we're going to score this. Is it uh, rent-worthy? Is it uh, purchasable? Or is this something you can skip? Um, so, uh, first thoughts, his first thoughts when he first got it. Um, of course, he said he was excited. He did not like the first game as much because uh, of how punishing it was. Uh, but he uh, was excited, you know, to kind of see how the game had progressed and evolved. Mm -hmm. um, after he played his first session, um, he approached the next day with just as much as excitement as the first as he was actually progressing to new areas. Um, still raging quite a bit when he dies, but didn't find the kills to be as cheap as other games, uh, stating that uh, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the times you would die in, you know, in like one hit. Um, and he wasn't feeling that in this game. Um, and uh, so he went on to talk a little bit about some of the pros and cons. So some of the pros is the game has a lot of great customization to offer and giving you bonuses for uh, equipping gear of the same type. Right. Um, graphically, uh, it's very good, and the sound quality was fantastic. Um, as well, the learning curve was pretty decent because the game is a difficult mm -hmm. game, but it didn't feel as punishing as the previous game. So he wanted to definitely note that. Okay. Um, some of the cons, though, he probably had the biggest trouble, he said, with the parry system. Um, it's kind of a timed thing. Uh, so if you can start to land that, you kind of become, uh, you know, like a god. You can right. just parry and heavy attack. Um, or, you know, whatever, recoil and attack. Um, but he said it was pretty tough to try to master that. He's still kind of struggling with it. Um, he also wasn't a big fan of the sprint and jump button layouts. Um, so, uh, you know, he marked that as a con, but also saying, I can remap them, though. So that's a plus. Um, you know, in some games, you just can't remap stuff. So that's a win. Um, the lack of map did cause a bit of confusion, he said. And uh, no more than other games, but the game is a bit grindy. Um mm -hmm. And the last thing he said that he wasn't a huge fan of is the messaging system. He said that the messaging system, I believe he was talking about between players, uh, was a bit lacking. Basically, you're using emojis to tell people things. And he's like, it might have been a bit better 
you know, even in that Dark Souls way of telling people, you know, different things, um, like enemy ahead or whatever. But in this case, it'll just be like a skull with crossbones. And it's like, is it a hard enemy or is it an easy enemy? Yeah. Like, what are we looking at here? Um, so his final thoughts, he was saying that uh, despite a few things, uh, the few things that he's kind of complained about, it's a really solid game. So much so that he uh, turned it into a recommended buy and bought a physical copy for himself. He gave it an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, we should have a bit more about that um, up on our Facebook, which is facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. You can join us over there for stuff like that and more. Uh, all the stuff we talk about here, we talk about there first. Um, so go check it out. Um, we appreciate all likes, comments, and shares over there as well. Follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do stuff just like this, hashtag no farts allowed. Um, and uh, yeah, we post some other stuff over there. You can also get a good look at our second podcast, our bi weekly podcast called Story Mode. Uh, comes out every two weeks, uh, usually on Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday morning. Um, Wednesday morning. Uh, and we've been discussing The Witcher. We've talked about The Witcher, The Witcher 2 Assassin of Kings. And. Uh, next weekend uh or well if you're listening to the podcast live it'll be this coming up weekend uh we'll be talking about the witcher 3 for the first time yeah so we're gonna have a lot on that one <laughs> we're gonna have a lot i think that one's gonna be a couple parts for the witcher 3 at least um so yeah definitely join us it'll happen right after we record our main show if you want to catch it live or like we said wednesday morning um <clears throat> So with that, why don't we go ahead and uh, jump into the the monthlies, the PlayStation Plus and Games with Gold. Go ahead and start with Games with Gold. All right, as usual. Um, So Games with Gold, uh, they're still doing... This is now notable, I guess, now that PlayStation has stopped doing the older stuff. Uh, They're still doing the two uh, 360 games that are backwards compatible for Xbox One. Sure. So we're looking at all month uh, Tembo the Badass Elephant. That's from Game Freak. Um, It's going to be free. Uh, October 16th to November 15th in time for Halloween. Friday the 13th, the game. That'll be good. That's all right, yeah. Um, Disney's Bolt. From October 1st to 15th. That's a skipper. And October 16th to 31st, uh, Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge. That would probably be good for anybody who's into that. Um, Uh, I don't know. I I cannot say which of the Ninja Gaidens was the best because I just haven't heard of it. I know the later one. I remember working in retail and seeing that one. I think it was just a regular Ninja Gaiden 3 Mm -hmm. that came out where he was driving through the desert on a Jeep getting that product placement in there. And he had, oh, like, yeah. this blonde chick in the passenger seat. And I was like, this game's gone too far, and I'm <laughs> the fuck out. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's fine. Is that Ninja Theory that made those? I think so, yeah. 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 So, um, overall, not a great month, but... You know. Timbo the Badass Elephant's fun. Timbo and say, Friday the 13th is pretty cool. Even yeah. though Friday the 13th is kind of doomed. <clears throat> Friday the 13th is done. Um, yeah. They, I don't believe, as of now, can make any more content. They had to cancel all the content they were making. They were actually making a single-player mode mm-hmm. um, where you play as Jason luring the campers to their death in different ways. So scenario sets up. I think they had one scenario that we saw where a car broke down and one guy got out to fix it. The other guy has no idea about cars. So he's like, well, I'm going to go take a piss. There it goes. 
Um, you can kill the one guy however you feel like, sneak up on him, or you can let him rejoin his friend, stalk him that way. I also saw um, him doing something under the car. The one guy jacked up the car and got under the car, and then Jason pulled the jack out and crushed his head. Very the car. nice. It was really cool. There was They had some good stuff coming for that. Um, so maybe one day they'll be able to get back to it. Um, I think they are making something, I don't know if it's... Gun or Ilphonic. One of them is making something new. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have enough information about it. But okay. one of them is. Yeah, I think they've moved Ilphonic, on. Um, has had to move on. So yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not a terrible lineup. I guess it's not. You know, not the best one we've had, but uh, at least um, for October they're putting some horror game in there, which is good. Nice. Um, right. Sony's doing the same thing, actually. You're only getting those two games. Uh, but for PlayStation Plus, free games for October 2019, you can pick up The Last of Us Remastered, which I think was a good time to give this game out for free, uh, as they were just showing off some Last of Us stuff that we'll talk about here a little bit uh, later mm-hmm. in the show. Um, you know, giving people enough time to play this game, um, at least one time all the way through, uh, before the uh, release date of Last of Us 2, which we did get. We'll go over that, like I said, in a bit. Um, aside from that, uh, for sports fans, we do have uh, MLB The Show 19. Um, I don't know. This is uh, the, Sony's really latched onto the show. If there's yeah. one sports title that they've latched onto, it's definitely MLB. And um, it always looks good. Not to the point of me going, I want to play it, but me looking at it going, if it was free, I might download it and try it. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 we'll see what happens. Um, I, I doubt it, just because we have so much stuff coming up but uh, and yeah. already out. Um, but not a terrible lineup. I know this non-sports fans were like, man, I wish we could get something else, but I kind of get it. They've always done that, you know, something for the core fan, or something for adults, something for kids, something for the core fan, something for the casual. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the way it's always been, so um, I, I get it. Um, but as of uh, right now, you guys should still be able to pick up September uh, September's PlayStation Plus free titles, which was Batman Arkham Knight, um, and Darksiders 3, I recommend going and grabbing those ones um, if you haven't already. Like I said, yeah. still a few more days to pick those up before Last of Us uh, Remastered and MLB The Show 19. Right. Cool. Um, so why don't we go ahead and progress right on into games releasing. We have a much smaller list this week. Yeah, we're uh, kind of... You know, calm before the storm here. Um, we always have, like, you know, the first big deluge of a ton of games coming out. Little break, and then a, the rest for basically the rest of the year into spring. Into, so, like, summer now. Yeah, like, almost. Shit, yeah. dude. Through April. Yeah. yeah. No, even um, May. Even May has a big one. Yeah. 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 So, we're looking at, uh, on Tuesday, October 1st, uh, the, I guess, much-anticipated release of destiny 2's shadow keep expansion yeah um now if i recall this is now like full cross save cross share cross play right yeah cross streams uh, it's, it's been uh never cross streams it's no. been migrated over to um you know bungie's own service they've bought themselves out of activision uh activision blizzard right 
Yep. Um, they're no longer on Battle.net, right? Right. So um, it's interesting. It is. Um, now the question is: Is it interesting to the point of let's play this game? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you were a big Destiny One fan and you thought that Two just hadn't caught up yet, this is probably a good time to get back to it. Probably. Uh, if you're a big Two fan, you're already playing it anyways. <clears throat> So, now, I don't know. It's, it's kind of tough to say. Yeah, I mean, that's the question for me. We've received it. We've received the free copies, and you know, several times across several platforms for... Mm-hmm. Um, we've probably had it for over a year now, at least. Um, but... Uh, the free-to-play is going to bring a new audience. It's going to bring a new base, for sure. Um, so... There's going to be more people playing, so that's cool. Uh, but, man, I don't know. I, for me, I really feel like this game has kind of, um, you know, done everything that it can do for me. And I do have a lot of friends that play. Yeah. And they're like, have you given the new, you know, have you given Shadow Keep uh, like, a thought? And, I mean, the answer is, you know, kind of no. Yeah. Uh, I, I just... It is. It was. It was a really big one. Was such a big letdown, and I know that they've left the thing that may have helped push that letdown into the direction it went. Mm-hmm. But it's still that game. There's no way that it could change just by saying, "Okay, we've departed." Yeah. It's going to be the exact same game, and it, the the problem isn't the, you know, wasn't the, um, you know, the problem was the just the gameplay. It just it really doesn't work for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually, as much as I kind of like some of the models, I really do find some of the characters just, like, cheap and stereotypical looking. Yeah. It seems like they have all of these races that you can fight against. But you really only fight against, like, two of them the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it could be a lot more. Uh, I don't know. I think that's probably a thing that they had with Halo as well. Yeah. There, you know, there wasn't a lot of variety with the enemies that you are ultimately fighting. Um, like looking back, I remember the, like the Cabal. They were just big dudes, and then there was a heavily armored big dude, mm-hmm. and then there was the alien, and then the heavily armored alien, uh, like yeah. the the tech, like the tech alien race, and then there's the, you know, the the feral aliens, and then yeah, the, the dumb big, alien race. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's it's very. Uh, cut and dry. So I, for me, I don't. I don't think this is for me. I can pretty well say that this isn't something you're going to be interested in. Nope. I mean, um, we gave. I mean, you know, we've talked about this a lot in the past, but we gave a, a lot of like, we gave a big chance to, um, the first game. Oh yeah. And it's like, it huge just, chance. Like you said, it, it's it's not so much that it is what it's doing it's bad at because it's really good at what it does no, it's just it's it doesn't do what I want it to do yeah. you know it, so this, uh, yeah we were I mean speaking for myself I thought that this was going to be something much different I thought it was going to evolve and I don't feel like it's really evolved right for one I mean it's it's basically they've just made more of what they're doing and they've done yeah. some different things like you know they added in the um um what I want to say, they they've added in like new like weapon types, like the sword. Um, yeah, you know they've they've done different new things finishers. to like try to change it up. It's just yeah. not enough for it, like what I'm looking for. You know, 
Right. So. So, Tuesday, October 1st, if Shadowkeep is really your thing for Destiny 2, um, there it is. Mm. So go check it out. Now I know Um, the next one you're really excited for. This is something I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I haven't played the other one I was talking about, but this is the second cab driver-based game of the year. (laughs) Or possibly third. Um, Is it third? I know at least two. I'm not sure. Uh, October 3rd, Thursday, we're seeing the release of NeoCab on the PC and Switch. Yeah. Uh, coming from Fellow Traveler, I guess. I was looking at this one. This one's the cyberpunky one, right? Yeah. 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 Yep, it is. Cool. Yeah, this one looked, um, you know, they, they all kind of looked good if you're into that kind of game. Um, yeah. I don't imagine it'll be very long. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I imagine it'll be, you know, like maybe a six hour game or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if that. Um, but yeah, if you're really into that, like, story, like getting stories from people, um, that's what this is going to be. I mean, uh, what people would consider this a walk, like, kind of like a walking simulator. It's more of like a driving simulator, I guess. It's not even that. It's like, uh, like you're not physically driving. Like, the driving right. just occurs, and you're sort of like... Selecting the options. Right. It's selecting, yeah. like, story-based options. So... It's- it's like if they stripped down like um, like Mass Effect's chatting. Mm-hmm. Everything else is kind of on rails, right? From what I see. Yeah. So I don't know. It seems interesting. It seems like intriguing. they're really leaning on the story in this one. Like you're looking for your friend, mm-hmm. um, and your it looks like your friend might be like a fugitive or something. So um, seems really interesting. And you're also really into getting that bread. So you I gotta get that bread. So yeah. you know, while I'm like tracking down my friend who could be a fucking life or death, like dead at any moment, I'm also gonna make some fucking money on Uber on the side. You know. What I really like is <laughs> you have a like a like an Uber rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you get rated. <laughs> like yeah. if you're like annoying and stupid to your guests, they'll be like, uh, "You fucking suck." The dude was like, "If you kick me out, and I'll uh, if you it's kick me out, I'll good. give you one star." Yeah. So. Crazy. Um, I don't really know too much more to say about this, you know? It just looks dope. Unfortunately, yeah. I have not played, uh, what was it, Night Call? It was the, like, noir one? Yeah. I do have it available to me. I just haven't gotten it yet, so. For sure. Um, so, again, you can pick that one up on the 3rd, October 3rd, uh, NeoCab for PC and Switch. Oh, yeah. And the last one, October 4th, Ghost Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint coming to us from Ubisoft, of course, for PC, Xbox One, and um, PC. Um, I played this a little bit early. Uh, it was okay. Um, it really feels like they're leaning a lot on... I don't know, it just feels like um, a weaker version of... Yeah, like a weaker version of... Um, like The Division. Yeah, and like even the commercials that are trying to sell it are very, yeah. very bad. Yeah, like I, I think we made the joke one one week. I don't remember if it was live or not, but like, how is Little Wayne gonna sell Ghost Recon Breakpoint to me? Hunted. Yeah, and then I think we said, "Bring us Big Wayne, and then we'll talk." Yeah, really. It just the gameplay feels uh, very slow and clunky. 
they're showing all this really quick movement and shit and the movement is very slow the combat is you know pretty slow itself it just it feels if you remember playing watchdogs and getting in the car for the first time and comparing that car ride to grand theft auto's car mechanics Mm -hmm. that's what it's like it just that's just the way it feels it feels like uh the worst version of division yep good god um and we need to stop this commercial um so uh yeah ghost recon breakpoint uh will be out friday october 4th uh that seems weird why is it coming out on a friday seems kind of quick too i mean they're trying to get that like weekend audience i guess and they want to get in before most other games right for sure that's still kind of weird weird yeah yep uh yeah so those are the games releasing for the week uh obviously tuesday uh shadow keep thursday neo cab and friday ghost recon breakpoint obviously we might have missed something either this week or last week um so you know anything that you guys know of that you're a big fan of like cat quest 2 let us know yeah yeah um so we'll go ahead and move on to um freebies uh our typical freebie section for um epic game store uh until october 3rd you can actually pick up the game everything um as well as metro 2033 redux nice yeah everything i've been kind of excited for it's like a very like ethereal kind of weird game where you're like sort of just like seeing things at different scales Mm -hmm. i don't know it's 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 weird but very cool yeah it I, I didn't look into this too much, but I keep hearing about it. A lot of people seem excited about it. Between the two, I thought people would be like, oh, man, Metro, that's a pretty good get. But no, they're like, everything. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is one where the animals don't really walk. They're not like, they just kind of like roll. They'll switch or they'll hop. That's what I do. They'll like switch to their head, their back, their ass, their feet again. And they'll Hell just yes. kind of keep rolling over. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, like, the sheep. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, very weird. Um, <laughs> so definitely something to get and check out. Um, on top of that, you can also uh, you'll also end up picking up um, mint uh, that'll be free after um, October third. So October third uh, until the tenth, you'll be able to get mint. We'll talk about that probably a little bit later, but uh, just a cool heads up. So let's go ahead and get into the weekly nudes let's get into the nudes so uh obviously this week had one thing that was a lot bigger than anything else everything else yeah main news story here uh the sony state of play for 2019 uh september 2019 did you watch all of it or did you Uh, yeah i didn't catch it live but i did watch it uh the same day Hmm. and what did you think uh a little short Mm-hmm. They've, they've always been kind of short. It really reminds me of Nintendo, where it's like, you know, uh, we'll do like a, you know, maybe a five to six minute video on this, but we'll have you guys like preparing for it for like a month ahead of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, you're kind of fucking me up here, dude. Like, I really want to see more than this. Like, this is sort of their replacement for E3, Gamescom, that kind of thing. And all they could shit out was 20 minutes. So, they're... I mean, are they doing a uh, PSX? Mm. 
Uh, there should be a PSX in the winter, but I don't... I mean, if they confirmed it, I don't know. I, I haven't heard any confirmation. Yeah. That's what I was asking. Um, so, uh, you know, getting into it, me personally, I, I didn't watch it live. Or, no, I did watch it live. Mm. Um, but I came in at... Um, Oh no! I did see all of it. I watched it from the beginning, um, and I do agree it is short. But it, I expected it to be shorter, like a Treehouse Live kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but even Nintendo's have been getting longer and longer. Like they've been cranking out some like forty-five minute. Like as we were getting close to um, some new Super Smash information, they're like, "Here's forty-five minutes of you know we'll talk about all this stuff and then end with some new Super Smash characters or something." Um, but this felt a little more disjointed. It was a little more random. Um, they had, uh, I would say probably about three big things all in all Mm. throughout this whole thing. Um, they did show off, they started with, uh, humanity. Yeah. Which actually reminds me a lot of everything. Like just kind of like a weird visual experience. Yeah. it, It reminds me of like lemmings. I don't know why. Yeah. I think it's just the sacrificing of, you know, like the sacrificing of characters. Um, yeah. You can check out Humanity at uh, humanity.game. Um, it's supposed to be coming 2020. Um, and, you know, it is just kind of an experience, I guess. So um, something to, you know, kind of check out. It's not something that I'm like crazy excited for, but it does look interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they opened the show with humanity. Yeah, which is um, kind of cool. I mean, it, it was very like tech demo-y, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it had some. It looked really cool. Had some interesting stuff going on, but not hundred percent really sure what it is. <laughs> yeah, and that didn't quite set the pace for me in their follow up thing that they talked about. Um, yeah. Did it no favors. It um, made me like go like, why do I care? Why are we showing this? Yep. For one. Um, so, uh, they were showing off, uh, the new Call of Duty, uh, name I can't remember. Um. Uh, it's just another Modern Warfare. Probably, yeah. I mean, literally, it's Modern Warfare. It's, they're redoing, it's like a new reboot. It just. (laughs) It's just Modern Warfare. No, thank you. Um. Very odd. I, I don't know why they were showing this. Um, and it was about this time that I, like, walked away (laughs) for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, so I did miss the thing that was after it, which was a little unfortunate, but I went back and watched a trailer of it. Um, so, uh, yeah, after skipping, uh, through this, we'll go ahead because they talked about it forever. Um, we ended up, uh, moving into, um, an Annapurna, uh, Kind of like is is this a collaboration of some sort? Yeah. Like how? Like I mean, this is the new. Uh, this it's a new studio from the guy that made uh, Katamari Damacy. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it, what is it? Uh, Watam. Yeah, Watam or whatever. Watam. Yeah. I don't really know how it's pronounced. <laughs> yeah. Tbh. Very very weird. Um, which to be expected. Uh, what did you get from this? What? Uh, it looks fucking weird. <laughs> very weird. I, I have don't, no fucking clue what it is or what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. Um, <laughs> they usually just show you as something walking around and people either chasing you 
or following mm-hmm. you. Yeah, and then you like go and like do something. It it really reminds me of maybe. Um, I right, go on like back. hold on. Um, on yep. the video, yes, that was definitely a uh, player controlling a shitter, and he took a full poop and put it in his head and then flushed it. Correct. Why? You're you're murdering the shits. Why are the poops crying? Why aren't they? I mean, it's not the poops that cry usually. <laughs> <laughs> usually, it's me. <laughs> so it says reconnect the world, rediscover the world. Um, oh yeah. The, this character over here is throwing up on screen, probably because he's flushing <laughs> full shits through his head. Like you do. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I feel like this left more questions than anything. It, it was very much a what is this? It looked like it had some pretty decent mechanics, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I mean, it, it just it, it seems like uh, like Baba is you, or even kind of like Goose Games, just like some weird, like just something that's like sort of a puzzle, but there's a lot of ways to complete it or whatever. Um, right. Seems interesting though. Yeah, something to yeah, I guess keep an eye on if you were really into. Oh yeah. All right, and after we took a look at that, um, it shifted into a Techland game. Um, mm. They were finally showing some more. I think yeah, we've Techland's seen this before. Publishing. Yeah, publishing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Piccolo who made it, right? Correct, I think. Yeah, um, and I think we've seen this before. It's called Arise. I might be confusing yeah. this with another game. I don't know. It definitely does look familiar, but I can't tell if it's just because a lot of games are doing this type of thing right now. There was a wi- something wilds, like into the wilds or something. Outer wilds, outer worlds, outer wilds. There's a lot of outer things coming up. But, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It was at ass. E3. It was something we saw at E3, and then we never saw again. Correct. There's a lot of things that are like that. <laughs> but yeah, this looks really cool. It, uh, it reminds me of that Ubisoft game, Gods and Monsters. Okay. Yeah. Is that what you were thinking of? No, definitely not. It's kind of like, you know, you got a little bit of exploratory stuff. It's kind of like a almost, not chibi, but kind of in that direction, art style. Reminds me of, uh, uh, what was that game where you play as like the Eskimo girl and it's like a platformer? Uh, Never Alone. It reminds me of Never Alone. Oh, okay. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, very interesting still eating this meat tray uh meat and cheese mm. tray over here so can't <laughs> ah. let it go bad um no you're right about that but it does have like this does have a uh, i can't tell what type of game this is to be honest um you know we see some cut scenes and it's like what's you know really happening and then you see some kind of like exploration mm-hmm. um but I can't really tell if it's a 3D full exploration or if it's just this 2D. No, I think or... I think you're on a path. Uh, it really reminds me of like a UBART game in a yes, lot of ways. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to see where it, they go with that, I guess. Right. So something to definitely keep a look at. All right. So one of the most fun things probably from the show. Um, if you love accusing people of mm-hmm. sexual assault in your living room while wearing a VR headset... I um, do that a lot. A lot. Yeah, he does. Um, I'm saying a lot, son. L.A. Noir has the VR case files. Um, so you can choose, are you sure you did that? And your guy will scream, you know, something about a fist and a butthole. 
You were fucking your boss with your fist in his butthole. Yeah, yep, that's the one. That was what That's I was, the one, sir. That's the one. Officer, that's the one. Um, so everything in first person VR. Uh including uh yelling, um, driving, and trying to solve cases. Oh, even shooting. Yeah. So I don't know how this is, but it's worth it to play just for the interrogation. I can guarantee you it's going to be worth it to play just for the interrogation. Mm-hmm. And not only did they show this off, they're like, bitch, this is out now. Go buy it. <clears throat> that was cool. Very good. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a risky strategy, I got to say. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a good to go with something that's, you know, definitely in like an older game that's not necessarily in the front of everybody's mind. Like, people aren't going to be pissed that they couldn't pre-order this and get the fucking double deluxe edition or whatever. You know what I mean? Right, right. I am a little mad that I started retail just a minute or two too late. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't get that Rockstar L.A. Noir shirt. Mm, I yep. still regret that. Think about it every, yep, yep, yep. every like once a week. Every day. Um, so after that, they ended up doing a, a VR showcase, just showing off a bunch of different VR games, which is something... Um, Kind of nice to see that Sony mm-hmm. is still uh, focusing on VR uh, because yeah. it has, it's not been radio silent, but that's pretty typical of Sony to go, hey, uh, go buy this. And then you go and buy this new experimental bullshit and then they stop all sort of. Yep. I've certainly done that before. I mean, yeah. Look at their handhelds. Um, yeah. What handhelds? Got exactly. Yeah. Vita Island was nuked. Um, Damn. North Korea hits again. <laughs> and then after the VR showcase, they got into probably one of the bigger games that they wanted to talk about for the show, uh, which was Medieval. Yeah. Um, showing off some Sir Daniel stuff. Um, I believe it's a limited time demo that you can play uh, of Medieval right now. Um, and if you are into the game and you end up playing it, uh, I think you do get um, Dan's helmet for the full game when you actually, um, like, if you play through the demo and then buy the full game. Yeah. That's, That's cool. Something that you can I like carry that. on to the main game. I like when demos do that. I know, like, a lot of RPGs will do that when they used to have RPG demos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's a really cool feature yeah i would like to see more of that um i don't really know if this game is for me but yeah um i believe it is only available until october 6th Mm -hmm. um so definitely get out there and check that out this one's more up your alley i know you won't play it here but uh the next game that they showed off was civ 6 yeah kind of expecting that they usually do um you know, try to release on console or, or have a console version. I think um, the Civ Revolution games were like the console specials. Now the consoles are good enough to just play, you know, the games as anticipated without like a special version. So right. the issue is this is going to release as a full retail game and then you have to buy all the DLC separately again. <laughs> so like it, it really is meant to be played on PC anyways. I would recommend yeah. PC. And of the consoles, I would recommend Switch out of any of them, but I don't know if the Switch is really capable of putting out the graphics I would want to see on it. So That's probably yeah. true. If this is the only way that you're going to play Civ, do it. But yeah, otherwise, no, it's Civ is really tough. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they transitioned straight from that into 
probably one of the other big three games that they uh, are here to swing their dick about um, for, and that was Death Stranding. This really wasn't anything too new for Death Stranding. They've showed us a lot of Death Stranding. So if you need that Death Stranding information, it's there now. Um, so uh, go check that out. And the thing that they were showing off this time was a fancy piss yellow controller uh, that looks like a uh, bridge baby container. And then oh, yeah. a crisp white console, PS4 Pro, um, with uh, the black oily handprints on the outside of it. To me, I really, really like this system, um, but I don't like the controller. <laughs> That's yeah, just... they, I, I like the see-throughness of the controller, but the piss yellow is really brutal. I, I get it, but after you're done with Death Stranding and you're sitting there playing uh, Cyberpunk and you have this piss yellow controller, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's going to look weird. Um, Especially because the controller doesn't match the like console at all. Not even close. Because the console is white and black, very cool look. Yeah, the, somebody was like, "Yo, if it comes with a bridge baby in the controller, I'll buy it." Exactly. Oh, if it came with like a little, even if it was like a pitcher that was inside the controller that just wrapped around one of the handles or mm-hmm. something, and it was just like a bridge baby, I would have been like, "Okay, now we're talking," because that's you know, that's something. That's you know, if if you're sitting there playing Cyberpunk and someone's like, "Why do you got a piss shell controller?" and you'd be like, "Oh no, that's just a bridge baby." And now you have to ex- you don't have to explain that because they're like oh it came from Death Stranding, but I don't know it's just weird I don't like it. I don't like the color white piss yellow I get it though but I don't like it <laughs> um, and we're getting pretty close to Death Stranding you know figuring out what uh, what the fuck we're even supposed to be doing in this game mm-hmm. uh, November eighth console here a limited edition console does release uh, alongside the game. So, that is neato. Oh, yeah. All right. And then uh, they talked about a game that we talked about last week. Um, Night School Studios and After Party. After Party. uh, We talked about a pretty healthy amount. I don't think we need to talk about it too much more. Yeah, but Um, getting to look at it, I mean, as you would expect from these guys, you know, the game looks amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Um looks fun this really has some really interesting like character design and everything yeah so like some good comedy going on um if you forgot from last week you um i think you play as two friends like two best friends who are at their last uh college party and uh i think everybody dies including them and then they basically challenge satan to a drinking game hell yeah um, and like you do. Yeah, this is straight up. The story is something straight up from um, the mind of Jack Black. It very is. Yeah, it, it just, it's the pick of destiny all over again. Jesus. I hope he's played by Dave Grohl. <laughs> I think you know, Satan's he'd probably do it. I bet Dave Grohl would be in a video game. Yeah. He's probably already in a few. We just don't know. Yeah. I think he was actually in uh, Brutal. Uh, Brutal Legend. Yeah. yeah, that would make sense. Um, then they moved on to show a little bit more of uh, the new MLB. Um, what was this? The show 20, probably. Um, which is another good reason for them to talk a bit about... Um, or for them to give out 19. Both of the games that they're giving out for October, um, their new games were shown in this uh, state of play. Hell yeah. Um, so... 
kind of a smart move. Like, hey, this stuff looks really cool. Also, by the way, here's the PlayStation Plus stuff, and you can check all that out. And that was the next thing that they talked about immediately after this. Um, they were like, oh, and by the way, you can pick up The Last of Us uh, Remastered and MLB The Show 19. Uh, so cool. They're just out here swinging their big old dick. Um, and then right after that, they said, here's something that you'll like from one of our uh, like main studios. And then, of course, uh-huh. it was The Last of Us 2. Yeah, not unexpected because I think we knew it was coming, right? Yeah, no, we knew that they were going to talk about this, but the gutting that kind of happened in this um, yeah. is very, very shocking. Um, I really recommend going to watch that trailer, uh, the new trailer for, for sure. Last of Us 2. Um, but it starts off by them, uh, you know, Ellie talking with uh, whom we presume to be her girlfriend. Yeah, um, who we saw in that um, that like sort of wedding scene. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it was like some sort of celebration, and they were dancing. Yeah. Um, and then next thing you know, she's going out. Right. And uh, you know, you start to see some gruesome stuff. You see some clickers. She falls down this little thing. You see some more clickers, and then a full fucking blizzard. Right. Perfect. She's just wandering through this full blizzard. Um, and I think she's looking for her girlfriend, I think, in this... Mm-hmm. Like, they got separated. Yeah, that's, that's what it seems like. That's... that. This was probably the most uh, surprising thing. She stumbles upon this house, and she comes in, the fireplace is lit. It's very clean. Um, nothing broken, which is probably very Suspicious surprising in this world. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as she comes in, there's a scene. She looks, sees the fireplace, you see all that... And then it kind of pans to uh, a scene where she's walking down a staircase, and there's just a door at the end of the stairs and a blood trail that slides under the door. And I was like, that is a fucking horror game. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that is really... I mean, for me, that's really good. I'm so excited. When well, I saw that, yeah. I, I, like, I was like, oh, shit. Like, you get that, like, a little bit tightness in your chest because you're like, this is going to be, you know... Yeah, I... Last of Us did not feel like like a horror game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just it, it just didn't. But it had horror elements for it was sure. Still, it still did a good job, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think they're going to amp that up for this one. I hope they're going to amp that up for this one. Um, yeah. And as she approaches the door, uh, you see a door swing open. She looks in, finds what she's looking for, and then gets jumped. Mm-hmm. She's on the floor. She has the shit kicked out of her. There's people on top of her, and uh, I think she's kind of like pleading with them not to do something. And then you just hear gunshot. Um, so you assume that person that was with her got got. Um, she got away. You see her uh, talking with Tommy. Tommy's like, "Hey, this is foolish. You shouldn't go out and do this." And she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go fucking kill these people." Um, and that's when we kind of started understanding that this is um, very much a uh, game of like vengeance. So we see what's happening here. Um, and then closer to the end of it, you, well, you see her get hit with an arrow and she has to pull it out. Um, lots of blood, lots of action and gore. Some new, uh, uh, some new creatures that we're fighting that are like completely fungus. They're, they're just, like poppers. Yeah, they're just like completely. 
And uh, at one point, she goes to do something stupid, and someone grabs her from behind, covers mm-hmm. her mouth. And as she turns around, she's like, what are you doing here? And it's Joel. And Joel's like, well, I couldn't let you do this shit alone. Hell yeah. So, and Joel's looking pretty old. Daddy. Yeah, he looks like a hundred years old. He looks like Johnny Cash. Yeah, he looks like he is... He's not quite that... That too old to go do something, but old enough getting that there. he's wearing you diapers know. and you're going to have to babysit him. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's going to be getting that ass beat in this game. Yeah, he's... Like, and Joel's he's, already I mean, had it rough. I can expect... I would expect maybe to see... Like, uh, I guess spoilers for The Last of Us... Uh, I would expect to maybe see Joel like in the in the Last of Us the first game, we saw him just getting his fucking ass whipped like twenty four seven, and he was constantly in terrible shape. Yeah. And eventually, he's like kind of limping around like toward the end game. Um. I mean, he did get he got fucking and spoiler he got full speared by Rebar. He was yeah. done, son. Yeah. That he should have been son. done right there. Um, but I would have been. I would have been like fucking gotta go. Yeah, Scooby Dooby Doo. See ya. Scooby Dooby Doo. Got uh, up out of there. I could definitely see like you know they're being very cagey when people are asking about like oh hey are you implying that like her like fucking friend or girlfriend or whatever is gonna be killed or like whatever. I think we're probably gonna see Joel's end, and it will probably be the way that he sort of always you know, angled his life. Like, I think he's going to go down to save Ellie in, the, in, like, a blaze of glory. Yeah. Um, I think they are. And I think I that's mean, why they're trying to hide so much. Because if, if it is, like, hey, we kill your girlfriend and that's what triggers the game, like, if that's it, they can just say that and, like, something that's going to be, like, the first, you know, ten seconds of the game or whatever the fuck. Like... Yeah. They're you know, mixing the, stuff The reason that they're being sure. so cagey is, I think, showing that they are mixing something up, like you said. Yeah. So, we did get a release date as well mm-hmm. um and uh very close to the release date that we had last year uh of february that was fucking everybody but yeah. it's february 21st um so it's cool that we finally have like a time frame uh it, i wouldn't say it's uncool but it is scary that it's february we have that i think it's march we have final fantasy um yeah April, Cyberpunk, May, uh, Damn. Marvel, uh, Avengers from yeah. Square. My poor fucking wallet never it's, had a chance. It's literally, there's no way that you can do all this. Um, but maybe there is. Uh, you quit your job or take a six-month vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, that's what I was... I was planning on just taking a six-month or I'm sure my boss is going to be fine with that. Yeah, he'll be fine with that. <laughs> I'm working from home. Um... <laughs> Quote, unquote. But yeah, that was pretty much it. It abruptly ended after after that, them doing a quick little thing saying, oh, hey, uh, by the way, uh, you know, this is going to be available. It's going to be cool. Um, sucker dicks, dudes. Uh, don't S on your T's mm. and J on your B's. Later. Throw up the deuces and then it descended. Um, deuces. Yeah, I think it points to it even more. We were talking about the, about the mixing stuff up. When Tommy comes over. Hmm. Why would Tommy yeah, fuck come Tommy. over? Tommy's a fucking full dip shit idiot. Yeah, why would Tommy come over? Gotta hate Tommy. If it wasn't something related to Joel. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good because point. Tommy's a dipshit and he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's uh, a real dumbass. So, um, but that's pretty much the whole uh, Stony State of Play uh, for 
uh, September 2019. Uh, some good stuff in there. Go check it out. Some of the things we talked about. Um, definitely check out that uh, Last of Us 2 trailer. Very mm-hmm. good. Um, I wanted to do a quick... Uh, I want to do a quick shout out to uh, an item that I'm going to be picking up. It becomes available technically uh, the same day that this releases um, mm. the podcast live. Okay. Um, so yeah. September 30th, um, over on Indiegogo, you'll be able to uh, check out uh, the Switch Fix. Um, the Switch Fix is a uh, Switch stand that you click your Switch into uh, that has a arm on the back of it that snaps onto your Pro Controller. Um, so you can play the pro can you know you can play this as more of a handheld, um, rather than having these awkward controllers. Some games are just better to play with the pro controller. Um, I've been thinking about this thing for probably a good like three or four months, and uh, they just said that they're releasing uh, the standard mode, and they're also supposed to be releasing a um, a newer mode. The I know they have the S one, um, and then some founder. Uh, edition. Um, I actually have the email. I can read off what it is. Um, but I wanted to get this on some people's radar because I know I've been talking to some people about it and they were interested uh, interested in it. The Founders Edition, in addition to the production model, we also have uh, an option for a 3D printed Founders Edition model. Um, it's the most updated version of the prototypes that you've seen us reviewing and using so far. Uh, these are ready uh, for production will be shipped out right away. Um, and meanwhile, the fixture S1 um, is... I'm not sure if there is a difference between these two, really. Uh, but, um, you know, it's something to definitely check into if this is something that you, uh, that, that you are interested in. I've just been yeah. wanting a way to snap my uh, Switch, uh, you know, without carrying my, you know, just my Pro Controller. Um, it just always felt awkward or whatever. So mm-hmm. I think this would be something kind of cool to pick up um, if you play the Switch on the go a lot. Um, and speaking, we'll have some more chat about mobile stuff uh, here in just a bit. But before that, uh, I think you threw up a Medal of Honor something VR, I believe. Yeah, so continuing on some more uh, VR-style games. So um, Medal of Otter, I believe. Otter? Metal, Metal on an Otter. I would uh, play that. Sounds like a game. It's, it's Full Metal, metal Gear. Otter. Full Metal Otter. Yeah, it's Metal Gear with an Otter. <laughs> that sounds cool. That, that sounds so, cool uh, as shit. I, th- I think it's called uh, Medal of Honor Above and Beyond. It's going to um, like World War II era. I actually might check this out because it seems like it's got some cool environmental stuff going on, not just um, you know combat. Mm-hmm. Um, and also World War II was like insanely unambiguous for like the European <laughs> tour was very unambiguous like uh we were the good guys right yeah like there's no debate like the medal of honor where they worked with the real like tier one operatives and shit like that one's very questionable because <laughs> like <laughs> who exactly is our enemy in afghanistan you know but uh you know world war ii in europe is like oh yeah we're good <laughs> so <laughs> yeah seems really cool that one's um safe. definitely interested in in doing some more you know a uh that was cool mm-hmm. a um a VR game with a little more action and combat in it, because a lot of the stuff I have right now is like, you know, you have like a tea party with your friend. Okay. So yeah, that's true. But not tea to parties. talk shit about tea parties, because yeah. obviously very dope. Anybody who doesn't like tea parties is a fucking liar. And can get the fuck out. 
Right. I don't know. 100% <laughs> correct. Um, they did show some pretty cool stuff here. I really liked uh, someone hucks a grenade in, one of those stick grenades that have the handle and the boomy piece on the end. They just throw one of those, he it. fucking grabs it out of the air and hits another dude in the face and just his head explodes. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Hell yeah. Um, so this trailer actually shows some cool stuff. Uh, you know, it's showing how they captured some of their sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and they used real, like real tanks, and like, that's dope. Yeah, it's not just like, oh, hey, you know, this somebody is... get me a Sherman fucking nineteen forty five. Yeah, they really went on like site what? and checked some of this stuff out. Um, they show some, you know, chats that they were having with some World War Two vets, and st- you know, stuff like that. It's, um, Damn, this dude looks like he is like deep inside of a fucking violent flashback. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This dude that they're talking to, I think, has seen too much in the world. Yeah. I never want to see that much of the world. Fuck. I never want to see anything if I can fucking avoid it. <laughs> I'm going to bed right now. He's going night-night. Um, but, there, I mean, there are those things. You know, this is a... Um, like, is the VR portion going to limit what it can do? Is, yes. Um, I mean, this is Medal of Honor, after all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, not a great track record in the last ten years. Oh, for sure. Like they're they're very hit or miss. Um, it's also even the ones that respawn. hit is like it's hard to yeah it's respawn, which is really cool. Um, this is the second project that respawn's been doing that we've heard about the VR thing. So I don't know. I kind of I feel like I glossed over that in the beginning, but um, yeah, it's cool. Seems yeah. really cool. <clears throat> Um, so it could be something to keep an eye on. Uh, not a lot VR wise has been mm. really discussed. I feel like in the past like three months. So, yeah. um, you know, when there is something, we like to bring that up for sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so <laughs> up next, uh, this was something you threw in here. We all had heard about it. Um, Sony and uh, Disney did mm-hmm. strike a Big deal. Papa. Uh, Papa Mouse, they struck a deal. And uh, they have brought uh, Timothy Holland back mm. to reprise his role as uh, the web-slinging superhero Spider-Man. Um, and, you know, with this new agreement, um, I believe what it is... Um, is one uh, new movie and a new um, collaboration movie. Is what right. So there will be a Spider-Man 3 as well as Spider-Man will appear in, you know... Whatever's next for the phase. Right, right. right. Um, so let's see. In exchange for... Um, so what was... The exact deal before was basically what Disney got 5% and Sony got 95%. Sony paid all the money, but Disney did creative. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, Disney wanted the film to be financed on a 50-50 with Feige still in a consulting producer. Sony believed uh, to... Or Sony was believed to have proposed keeping the current arrangement 5%. Um, and all... Disney still got all merchandising. Which is pretty good. I mean, that's how Star Wars made its money, right? Right. So, uh, it's kind of weird that they weren't super into that. The new deal was signed late on Thursday night. Negotiations involved top whatever. In exchange for 
lending Feige's producing prowess, Marvel and Disney will receive 25% of profits. Uh, Disney will retain its merchandising rights and put up 25% of the financing. So before it was Sony 100% financing. Um, Well, they didn't have to pay for Feige, obviously. Disney was just paying him for his continued work. Right. Um, As part of the deal, Spider-Man will will appear in one new Marvel Studios film. And I do hear Feige is now in talks for a Star Wars film as well. Mm. Um, I mean, he knows what he's doing. Uh, you know. Yeah, no, he's on a roll. He's really big right now with yeah. uh, with everything pop culture. I feel like film wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do um, have a like. I think Disney leans too heavily on certain people. People, yeah. Like they will get very much where it's like uh, Kevin Feige is making every single movie we do right now. Yeah, and, and it's, it's like that's too much. It's kind of like that friend that you have you make a joke and then they think the joke's really funny and they keep saying the joke over and over again until it's dead right and it's like it was super funny the first time the third was, time was hilarious it was still the pretty fifth good. time was okay and now it's like it's over yeah it's like now i don't even want to say it anymore um but i do believe that they said the solo film uh will be releasing july 16th 2021 mm-hmm. um which is right in the old myths of the new phase um, actually just past the halfway point. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, cool. Here's something else that's going to be happening that uh, has been well-received otherwise. Um, I don't know where, like, where they plan to go from here. Uh, yeah. I mean, we... The last movie was... I didn't know really what to think. Um, I was very excited for The Enemy. Mm. because he's a fucking liar and that's what he's good at yep um and that made that the villain kind of made the movie for me um yeah even though like i might not be the hugest like gyllenhaal fan or whatever um but damn that was really good writing and you can't fuck that up you know he he can't fuck that up because the writing is good um so uh this is the third time we've had a reboot of spider-man um you know in recent history um yeah and it's only the second time we've made it to a third movie correct um so uh i don't don't know what that i don't know what that says i do feel like um andrew garfield i thought he was a fun spider-man i thought he could have continued to be a fun spider-man um Mm. but that got kind of cut short through you know deals or whatever but um, Tom Holland's doing a great job, and I can't wait to see what he uh, what he does next. A lot of people are like, we should do like a uh, multiverse um, show, you know, kind of like uh, uh, like into the what was it, into the Spider Verse, um, but mm. with all of the live action Spider Man. So have Garfield, have Toby, have Holland, and you know, have them all kind of like <laughs> like meet up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It was just something ridiculous that I saw, and I was like, "Yeah, that could be funny." Um, but uh, yeah, uh, that collaboration um, is—I don't think it's surprising. I, I think that that was going to be where it needed to go anyway. They were still talking about it, and they were like hyping it up because any publicity is, you know, kind of good publicity. Um, and you know, they didn't have anything going on for Spider-Man: Homecoming was already out; it was already over. Um, just waiting for it to come to DVD and if they can get some talk about, hey, this isn't going to happen anymore while they wait to settle a deal. Um, mm. That's a smart business move. 
Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people anticipated that they were going to hit a deal. Um, right. It's just making too much money for everybody to say no to, basically. So. Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, if they had pulled out of that deal, uh, where would that have went? Like, what, we get another reboot of Spider-Man? I mean... Well, I, it, it was kind of questionable, because, like... I think they could have kept Tom Holland. I think they could have kept the storyline and just had to dump any references to other Marvel properties. Which, to be fair, would fuck up the current storyline they had. Yeah, it would just straight up ruin it. Yeah. It would be like, I've never done anything like this before. Um, but caught Captain America's shield and then beat right. the shit out of everybody. Um, right. Just, I don't know. Weird. Like, how would they have not worked... His, his past now is Tony Stark. Hmm. They just never mention it again. That would have been weird because that's a pretty big part of who he is in this universe. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, something we'll obviously get some more information on. There's a lot of stuff that these guys are working on. Um, you know, including talking about uh, you know a, a new Blade, Fantastic Four, Disney Plus, and everything that comes with that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, X Men. There's a lot of stuff that they have on their plate, and it's. Uh, Pretty fucking exciting if you're really into superheroes. Yeah. All right. So getting back to games, um, something that I had recently started messing with, I wanted to bring to everyone's attention. Um, and God, I just <laughs> okay. I just what we had wrote down on our Google Doc about what to talk about here. It just it caught me. Again. Yep. Um, but we're talking about the Steam Link. Um, Steam Link is the kind of new version of that Steam box that they had created. And the idea is you can play your Steam games from your PC on a television in your house with this Steam box. You can get a Steam controller and do that. Um, they since ditched that idea and swapped it to uh, a downloadable apps, app for smart TVs um, and various devices. So I started testing it and I started playing around. Um, so I grabbed my Xbox controller, and I, mm-hmm. uh, he was excited for that. Hell yeah. He's, he's still ready to. to go. He's like, hold on, there's still stuff happening, and I'm really excited. Great. He's like, we're so ready to bark right now. Anyhow. Um, I, uh, you know, grabbed my phone, grabbed my, uh, Xbox controller. I just linked the Xbox controller right to my phone. Um, I do have a newer iPhone. Um. Nice. And, uh. You know, downloaded the app and verified a few things. It verified that I had an internet connection so it could connect to my computer. It verified that I do have a controller connected. And if I didn't, I was going to have to play off the screen, which would be fucking impossible. Um, and uh, it also verified the strength of my connection. Um, and after that, it basically just took me to a, um, like a full screen version of what you could get from Steam on your computer. Mm-hmm. And I was messing with it in front of my computer. I'm seeing what I'm doing on my phone and the inputs I'm putting into my controller, controlling what's happening on the screen on my computer. Yeah. Um, so I tested it a bit further yesterday. Um, I uh, took it off of my Wi-Fi connection, which my computer and my phone would have been attached to, and I took it to another Wi-Fi connection. And uh, sure enough, I was able to play... Um, I was able to play games on another connection from, you know, a straight-up other location with just my phone and a controller, Mm. Um, which is very, very cool. 
Um, now, I was looking into it, and I was like, this would be better for my iPad, though. You know, snapping my phone to the, uh, you know, to the iPad, having the bigger screen, you could read things a bit better. It spreads everything out. It's not so jumbled and mess. Um, uh, so, um, I was checking, uh, checking into that, and actually, um, September 30th is when you'll be able to access that on iPad. Um, I'm not sure if you have to have a specific model of iPad or if it's just going to be through an update. Uh, but, um, you know, it's something that I'll be checking out across this next week. And I wanted to make everyone aware of it if you are interested in playing this. It's, um, it's pretty, pretty fucking cool. Um, you can either um, leave a controller at home and play some mobile games that, um, quite frankly, we've had a few mobile games come out recently that I thought were going to be okay. And not so much. I'm not really into them. Um, but you can take a controller with you attached to a Wi-Fi connection and you can play literally your Steam library on your phone. Um, I think there probably are some... Uh, you know, I, I think there probably are some limitations. I haven't ran into them yet. Mainly, I've been playing Session um, with it. And mm -hmm. it works perfectly. I haven't even had latency. Nice. That's really good. Um, so, uh, that's pretty impressive. And it's not even... I'm not even on, like... I was just on a, uh, you know, a Wi-Fi at work. Um, testing it during break. And, you know, it just worked flawless. Which was very surprising. Um, so, you know, if that is your thing, uh, go check it out. Um, and let us know what you guys think about that. Uh, because we'll probably talk maybe a little bit more about this next week with the iPad. Yeah. Cool. And a final little story that we actually, uh, we probably could talk about this last week, but I was kind of waiting to see if there would be anything else, and I haven't heard anything, any updates on this. But this is pretty, this is pretty big news. It's This is almost to the level of, uh, what, the Digital Rights Millennium Copyright Act or whatever, DMCR. Mm -hmm. um, where, like, remember when, I guess, early this year, late last year, we were all getting a ton of emails that was like, Hey, due to these new, uh, you know, restrictions that are based on this EU court ruling on privacy, we have to do all these changes and we have to update you about your privacy policy and everything. Uh, I, I foresee one of those happening again with this. Um, a ruling by a French court has the potential to radically alter the way people buy, sell, and play video games. This is from uh, WCCFTech.com. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give credit where credit's due. Uh, for years, French consumer right group, uh, UFC K. Chusua, I don't know how to speak French, have been embroiled in a legal battle with Valve Corporation over several clauses in the company's Steam user agreement, particularly that you don't actually own the games that you buy. You're merely subscribing, uh, you know, you're getting the license to have the game in your library. Um, this clause meant that Steam users don't have certain basic consumer rights, like the ability to resell games that they buy. According to the District Court of Paris, um, the judge struck down the notion that Steam sells subscription licenses. According to the court, Steam sells game licenses and consumers have the right to do what they want with it. Even though Steam games are purely digital, users should have the right to resell them. This court also took Valve to task for other practices such as holding on to Steam wallet funds when players leave the platform. So you may be able to cash out digital gift cards if you were to stop using the platform. Hmm. Um, yeah. 
unclear moderation policies, that's obvious, and not accepting responsibility if users' computers are harmed by software sold on their platform. So if you use the Steam platform and they're, somehow your computer's damaged with a bug or a virus or whatever, I think maybe this could be in relation to certain betas where like uninstallers actually like uninstall more files than they're intended to. They're basically saying, hey, Steam, if they fucking got it from you, you're liable for that. Like, if somebody buys crack from you and there's fentanyl in it, it's your fault, right? Um, So, this legal battle isn't over yet. Valve is certain to appeal, but this ruling could set off a a series of similar challenges across the EU and possibly elsewhere in the world. Um, Meanwhile, this company has said that they, or this group, uh, has said that they plan to directly challenge other digital products and platforms as well. The ability to resell digital games becomes a legal requirement in the EU and elsewhere. It will be interesting to see what kind of ripple effect it may have. Uh, the industry is already embracing a subscription-based model, such as Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass, EA's Origin. Uh, this is largely to cut off game reselling via GameStop and other physical retailers. Um, so the fact that you'd be buying particular game licenses is more likely to hasten the subscription model move. Um, this will also be interesting to see if this may affect the other new player on the block, Google. Their new Stadia game streaming service is more like Steam. Stadia Pro subscribers do get free games. Most new titles are purchased separately. So this could mean that basically everybody transitions to that new business model, which is basically like, hey, we give you access to the certain number of games for this fee. We do not give you one game for one fee, right? Um... There may be a digital reselling market in the future, which was we were kind of talking yeah, about this ahead of time. It's like, yeah. you know, as soon as the day one sales of a game are over, that would be all of the money you make on new buys, basically. Because, like, yeah, if I have the ability to sell a game, so let's say I spent $30 on a digital game, twenty nine ninety nine, I play it for a month, and then I go to sell it. What is the cost? Like, digital, it can't fail because of digital reasons. Like, it's not like I'm selling a used disc that has wear and tear. It's perfectly no. exactly the same as the day I downloaded it, right? Right. So, what do I charge? Twenty nine ninety eight, Or should I charge $10? Uh, now, should I charge $50? I mean, who knows? The question is, yeah, what would these guys, what would, uh, you know, studios do... After those sales, what would they would they make a certain number of copies and then sell all of them and that's it? That's interesting. Would so they, that way you could actually make it like it, the game could become rare sure. because like if it's a really good game, not a lot of people are selling their copies. And so if, and if you want it elsewhere and you don't want to find it on you know online where someone else is selling it, you could of course grab it through a digital service, subscribe to this digital service, and get it that way where they're also making money from. Because right, there's, right. you know, the rights of the game is going through that service. Um, yeah, it is super interesting. It's, it, it is, it's, it, it is a weird way to look at kind of a broken future on what mm. we're seeing here. Well, you know, it, it's again the main problem here is that again we would be looking at things like kind of a problem that we already face anyways, but is worse under subscription models. When you know Xbox decides they want to take away a certain game. Um, you know, they're like, well, we were offering, uh, let's say, uh, you know, Outer Worlds. We were offering Outer Worlds on the Game Pass service, but, you know, people weren't super interested. Uh, we really want the money from the sales instead. So we're going to go ahead and transfer that over so that it's no longer on the service. 
but we don't sell digital game licenses anymore because we don't make enough money on it. So mm-hmm. does that game just fucking cease to exist? Right? Um, yeah. And then what does that do for... Like, what does that do for the people who already own it? That's just going to skyrocket exactly. at that price. It's going to make that game more interesting. Like, I think it makes it more interesting when it's hard to find a game. I mean, hmm. think about... Like, when people would come in and try to buy, like, the Metro Trilogy, or, um, the Metro Trilogy, that game was $90 at one point for the Wii, that we were selling it used, because people couldn't find it, and that's interesting. Right, so that, I I hadn't thought of that idea that you had, which was a limited number of total digital copies. Right. That's like, hey, you can only buy, and now obviously this actually would probably reinvigorate the physical market, right? It would have to. Which could be good. Uh, Like, people that are like, you know what? I don't want Xbox to ever be able to take this game away from me, so I'm going to go buy it physically. Because, you know, this... As much as it is saying, like... This is one of those court decisions that is not what it appears to be. It's not actually saying, hey, you have to let people resell digital copies. Mm -hmm. That's what the black and white ink says. But, really what it's saying is... um, you either have to give people actual ownership of this or you have to give it to them as part of a bundle of a subscription service, right? Because right. a business is not going to say, uh, especially when we're talking about video games where there could be three or four or five or six businesses involved, like different companies, right? Mm-hmm. We got Steam. You got, um, you know, your internet browser or whatever that, you know, there's a chance that that gets weird in the future because of the lack of, um, you know, some, some digital rights. Uh, we're talking about fucking the game company that made it, the game company that produced it, the license holder. I mean, potentially there's a ton of companies involved in this. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's there's Unreal that's making a cut. What, what does Unreal say? That's like, wait a minute, we got, you know, five cents on every copy sold. How do we get our five cents out of every digital copy resold, right? So it, it that does make it very, very questionable and i think really the main impetus would be either digital becomes treated exactly the same as physical or um you know digital becomes subscription based and physical becomes the main method to own a particular thing yeah yeah it's i don't know this is interesting um what i mean so, like, what are we looking for for the outcome here? Like, what direction do you think is more likely, like, to go for this? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it will. I think it will just spur the digital subscription model where you're signing up for this service, not for this product. Yeah. Not to mention that, like that's already been said, they make more money on that anyways. Yeah. Um, Microsoft's really going to have to prove it and put their dick where their mouth is. <laughs> Uh, got him, but uh, you know it's Someone it's um, it's interesting. Yeah, uh, um, it. I, I don't know. Again, like I was saying that you know I think it's just a kind of look toward um, like a broken look toward the future on how we're gonna be enjoying games. Um, uh-huh. Physical seems to be going definitely like not not away, but. I would I would say I would say at this point digital is 
you know the way of the the, the way the future is going to be going um, yeah. and we're going to need some sort of contingencies for um, you know getting rid of things that you don't want mm-hmm. and a, a store makes sense it's it's kind of a vicious cycle I feel like yeah so um, yeah it'll you know it'll get there and it'll sh- shake itself out but um, I mean I generally don't sell things so I don't even know like if I bought something and it was like straight trash then maybe I would think about it but who would buy a game that's garbage correct you know what I mean well I mean me and Grim think about I mean think about the things that like that like I'm thinking about games that were so bad when I first got them and I was so upset about them that I was like this is new and I'm gonna sell this day one right Um, and it's a very small amount of games and it you know, I was yeah. pretty pissed off at Rage. I remember Rage One. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking. I about, was pretty like, pissed off at Rage Two, to be honest. When people were coming in with games, uh, and I was working retail, and it was a new game, and I was like, "I'll return that for you." Mm-hmm. You know, it's that kind of thing. <laughs> well, it's you like, would be looking at the same thing with digital. So, Steam gets thirty uh, percent, right? It's very big in the. But usually, you know, digital you can't business argument. But I mean, if you're reselling your digital copy, right? Steam right. would still get their fucking 30%. They're not just going to say, like, oh, well, we have to let you do this for free. It doesn't say that anywhere, mm-hmm. right? It, they just say they have to give you the ability. It doesn't mean it has to be a good idea. You're right. So, you know. Yep. But I think that pretty much does it for us here um, for today's episode. Um, so, as always... If you guys have anything that you'd like to add in, feel free. Head over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesinc. Join the conversation. Again, we appreciate the likes, comments, shares, um, and in other places, um, if you're following us and you're listening to this live, um, hit us with a review on your platform of choice. We appreciate that. It helps us know what direction uh, we should be going uh, because we do take that um, information into consideration. Um, as well, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do stuff like this. Um, and uh, yeah, if you guys have anything that you think we missed, please shout it out to us. Um, and stay tuned. Uh, next uh, next uh, week we will be having, not this coming up week, next week we will be having our third uh, portion of Story Mode Gaming, uh, starting with The Witcher 3. Um, so please join us for that as well. We record every Sunday um, on twitch.tv backslash Mammoth Games Inc. If you follow us on social media, especially Twitter, you'll know when we go live. So just stay up to date. But until next time, thank you guys for hanging out. I am Nightswarm. And I'm Filtercord. Have a good one.